Hey, 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 this is Laura, and welcome to another episode of Fight Like a Girl, a survivor's tale. Disclaimer, always given at the beginning, Fight Like a Girl podcast does not condone violence in any way, shape, or form. So, happy Pride Month, everybody. Happy, happy Pride Month. I am here today to tell you about amazing things that happened just in the first couple weeks of June, um, Pride Month. Well, we're more than a couple weeks in now. Today's June 19th. Um, And I just, I'm so excited. Like, I've had such great experiences. I've been now to two Pride Festivals. Um, The first one was as someone who went in and walked around and had a great time. And then the second one is I was a vendor at at one, at this one, the second one. So let's start with the beginning. (laughs) The beginning is always a good place to start. So on, I believe it was June 2nd, uh, myself, my daughter Shania, and my son-in-law Diego, we went to Salt Lake City Pride. First of all, let me tell you kind of what happened. The weather was so bad that day that, um, it was insane. It was legit. It, 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 it was crazy. So it was windy. It was rainy. We were supposed to be let in by like one o'clock or something like that. And Salt Lake City had a tornado warning. If you can believe that, if you live in Utah, you know how rare that is, right? Like that's not something that happens often. Um, and so it literally kept getting delayed longer and longer because the storm had to be, I think they said eight miles out from where the festival was. And so we stood in line for hours. <laughs> Luckily for me, because I am an old lady and I have bad knees, they had put up these cement blocks so that you, you know, to block the street so that um, cars couldn't get in. And I sat my happy ass down on one of those barricades because I just, I was dying in pain. I was in so much pain. And so as the line started to move a little bit here and there, you know, my daughter and son-in-law could move up. And literally as they moved up, I would just move to the next barricade. But I met a really cool lady there while I was sitting there. She came and sat down beside me on the barricade and she was there with her child. And we just talked. We never exchanged names or anything, but we talked about, Um, what it meant to our kids, you know, for pride. It was her first year going. It was my second year attending the Salt Lake City um, Pride Festival. And so, you know, I told her how much I enjoyed it, number one. Like 2022, I had a blast. I was so grateful to have been invited by Shania and Diego, and they had paid for my ticket and everything. And um, I just, I had a wonderful time in 2022 not that i didn't in 2023 but it's a little bit different and i'll explain um this episode we may not talk a lot about trauma or um or violence things like that i just really want to do a positive upbeat podcast for this one so back to the back to the pride festival here in utah So I met this lady, we talked about, you know, how proud we are of our children, that they have the strength to know who they are and be able to stand up for themselves. And at 
that age, we'll say between 12 to 18, you know, we were talking about in the day where we didn't have that kind of strength. We didn't, we didn't really like stand up for ourselves in that kind of way. Um, it was just different. And I really, as I look at the people in line, I was just in awe of everybody that they were so strong and unafraid and I guess fearless and just let their light shine of who they truly are and didn't care about the hecklers on the outside or um, negative things that were just being bombarded at us there in line. And I just, I was just in awe. Like I'm in awe of my daughter and son-in-law every time I even get to talk to them. I, I love and appreciate both of them so much. So we moved through the line. We finally got into pride and Something that I start, I noticed right off the bat this year for 2023 uh, Salt Lake City, Utah Pride is the difference between 2022 and 2023 is, number one, I kind of like the layout better, how they did it. Um, that was a, a really good positive. Um, I loved walking around that festival and just seeing all the amazing costumes and the love and acceptance that was there. Um, a, how all these vendors were there, hundreds of vendors, and it was just, the overall feeling was that of awesomeness. Um, one thing that I really, really noticed is this, is that there were a lot of big corporations there, and I feel like this Pride this year lost some of its focus, some of its um, genuine care and love for the LGBTQI um, community. Um, they didn't have as many cool things to, to do like, um, photo bomb opportunities, you know, with balloons and different things. And, and it, it just was a different feeling. Um, I still had a good time though. I did. I really did. I had a good time. I, there was just, some kind of disconnect, I think. Um, but I had a blast after my myself and my and my my companions. We we left Pride. We walked down about three blocks down to um, Verse. It's a it's a gay bar there in Salt Lake City, Utah. So shout out to Verse. I had a really good time there. I drank. <laughs> um, I got to hang out with my family and we just had a really good time laughing and just being together, enjoying each other's um, company. We talked about pride and the different things that we noticed individually and what we noticed, you know, that the three of us noticed together. Um, it was just a really, really good, good after party thing to go do. Um, then this weekend, this past weekend, today is Monday. So on Saturday, we drove to Pocatello, Idaho, me, Shania, and Diego. And we got this harebrained idea that, hey, let's set up a booth at that Pride. Um, I did card readings and met some of the most amazing people, I swear. I was 
blessed and touched by so many people there in Pocatello. The love and community is amazing. Um, we got there a little bit late, so we didn't get to join in in the um, uh, the like judging who has the best booth type of deal. Uh, and that's okay. That's okay. But our booth looked awesome. We had tons of people that would come up and say, gosh, your, your booth just has this amazing feeling. We just feel drawn to it. So what we did is I did card readings. I had made crystal bags to sell. Um, they're just little crystals in this really pretty, um, like, I don't know what kind of material you would call it. It's really holy, and it, it ties at the top. It's see-through, but they were all different colors, all the different colors. And um, I put four stones in there. One was protection, love, clarity, and abundance. And, um, and so I sold those, and I didn't sell all of them, but that's okay. And my daughter and my son-in-law, they made bucket hats and scrunchies, and they sold out. They sold all of the product that they had. I was so proud of them, so, so proud of them. And then we also, we gave away one free sticker, and then it was a dollar per extra sticker. So that's, that's kind of like what we did at our booth. We decorated it with black fabric around the canopy. Um, my daughter created big um, tarot cards, queer tarot cards. We hung those up. We had a big pride flag that said peace on it. Um, we put out these really cute bottles with fairy lights inside of them. Uh, my daughter saw that on Pinterest or Instagram, something like that. So we made those and put those out. It was a little crazy because the wind was blowing like a mother. And so we were having to put like... <laughs> stuff on top of the flyers and and um stickers so nothing blew away it was a little bit of a struggle but it went okay so big difference okay if you notice when i was describing pocatello i said the word community in pocatello pride it's called the southeastern idaho pride there was such a sense of community and love and camaraderie, well, I'm not good at saying that word, sorry, but just a union, a unity. Um, the feeling is indescribable. It was overwhelming at times, but not in a bad way. Um, let me tell you this, this that happened. So, of course, in anything that's different, you're going to have opposition um, and of course there was protesters and our booth, uh, was on a corner and the back end was open and it faced the street. So we were at Caldwell Park there in Pocatello and it's like any park. You can walk around the outside of the park on, um, sidewalks. And so walking around on the sidewalks were protesters um, they did start inside the park, and the police made them leave. A shout out to Pocatello Police for being on top of things and, and protecting us. Um, so they moved to the outside and was walking around. Now, here is the most beautiful, miraculous thing I've ever seen in my life. These people who were volunteers, they were not being paid, in 
they were, you know, part of the LGBTQI um, family that was there. And they all had these ginormous rainbow umbrellas. And they all walked around with the umbrella open, facing the protesters, shielding us from the protesters. And so as the protesters would walk around, the people with their big umbrellas were walking around protecting us. Um, That touched my heart so much that they were willing to be that frontline defense to shield the vendors, to shield the participants, the visitors, the drag queens that were performing. I mean, it just, it was so moving. And, you know, I just, I was thanking them and they said, no, it's our pleasure. And it just, it was so beautiful. And the, the best part was, is that pride won. LGBTQI won. The protesters got tired. They stopped harassing us. They went away. Because in, at the end of the day, love overcomes hate. And I see that time and time again. Even if it's out of tragedy, if it's, you know, just everyday life, whatever. Love overcomes hate. And my heart was so touched that these people did this. I wish... I wish I would have took a video and I could post it on the website. Honestly, I do. Because I I know even if you would have just saw that video, you would have felt the love from these people. Um, a little bit about the, the beautiful people that came up to me to get readings. Um, I had a whole slew of different ages, different backgrounds, different ethnicity ethnic background sorry i'm struggling with words tonight um there was a native american family that came up and they all got readings um i met these two amazing women that uh came up for a reading and i am so excited to get moved to pocatello and look them up and be a part of their um um I'm going to say the power of three. If they're listening, they'll know what that means. I met a lady who had a really hard life, really hard life, but her light was like sunshine. And she was so giving and caring and loving. And the reading that I gave for her just, it touched her heart. It touched my heart. And after I got done doing her reading, and then I think I did maybe one or two after her, I was like starving. Because if you know anything about like um, giving readings and having to tap into other people's energies and stuff, it's very draining. It's draining emotionally and physically and mentally. And uh, as she was leaving, she said, if you need anything, you you come find me and tell me. Well, I was walking towards the food truck and she came out of nowhere. And I'm talking like nowhere. And she was like, what are you doing? And I'm like, well, I'm really hungry. I've been doing back-to-back readings for hours now. And she's like, but what did I tell you? If you need anything, you need to let me know. So I handed her over my $20. I didn't know this lady from, you know, not anybody. She was a stranger. Well, after doing her reading, she definitely was not a stranger. She 
I felt a very deep connection to her. And so I handed over my 20 bucks and I said, just some nachos would be great. She had to stand in line for like, I don't know, 30, 40 minutes. And, but she stood there and waited so she could get my nachos for me. And I just, I'm so grateful to her. I just, I love her. I love that she did that for me. And I'm so grateful. And her story is amazing. And this fits in with this podcast. Again, I'm not going to say any names um, because I don't have permission to. But this is a woman that had ha- has had a horrific life and um, struggled with being able to leave her home. And you know what she does, guys? She takes in children that are LGBTQI friendly Um, or homeless children that, you know, their family has kicked them out for whatever reason, she will take them in, feed them, clothe them, let them be with nothing, expecting nothing in return. I'm literally getting very emotional with just even talking about this because how many of us would do that? How many of us would be so willing to invite in a stranger? She didn't know anything about them. She doesn't know anything about them. And she opens her home and allows them to come in. I love her. And I hope someday I have the opportunity to meet her again. I really, really do. Um, the last two readings that I did, these two women that I did these readings for, very different, um, but both worked for the same product that they were representing there at, at Pride. Um, the first lady, her spirit is ginormous. Like, she is such a beautiful soul, but also very beautiful on the outside. And, and her struggles... I mean, that she's going through now and that she has gone through touched my heart so much. And literally, we just sat there and cried and I held her hand and I did her reading and I just, I love her. The second lady, again, same thing. We just sat there and hugged and and I did her reading and I just feel such a connection to these two women. Um, well, to all the people that I met there, I just, I'm in awe of that community in Pocatello. It reinforced to me that that's where my life needs to go. That is my next step in my life journey. When my lease is up here where I live in Salt Lake, um, my next step is Pocatello, Idaho. I really hope that that will be my last move. I say that every time I got to move, um, but I'm really hoping that that will be my last move. I, I have such a love of that area. Um, the after party for Pocatello's pride was so much fun. Shout out to Char- club Charlie's in Pocatello. I love you guys so much. Um, the effort that you all put into making pride so memorable for me is 
is more than my heart can take. I I always have loved Club Charlie's. I love going there. I love watching the Divas After Dark and being a part of the joy and happiness that is there. But After Pride Party was on the next level. It was so above and beyond. Um, it was fun. It was funny. The DJ, um, I'm probably saying his name wrong, DJ Adrian or something like that. He was so freaking funny. I swear I've never heard a better DJ than him. I was blown away. Um, had a great time. We had... Um, I started with a cranberry vodka and then went straight for jello shots. I am a sucker for jello shots. And I just, my daughter was like, you need to stop. But the thing about jello shots is like, they don't hit you right away. It's like, so I did five, like right in a row. And like 10 minutes later, I was like, oh shit. And so, but it was so good. It was so good. And we just watched the people dance. We sat there and talked. Um, we got an amazing hotel room. Um, and then, you know, went to bed, got up the next morning, had a great breakfast and headed back to Salt Lake. And I got to say, honestly, my heart broke when I had to leave Pocatello. Like it literally broke. I do not like coming back from there and having to go come home to Salt Lake City, Utah. I don't like this area very much. Um, the energy here is very negative and I'm a very positive person and it's hard to even for me to remain positive. While I'm in Pocatello, I'm the happiest little camper you'll find, honestly. Um, but yeah, that was my pride month that I've had so far. Um, we're going to be going to a, um, a craft show this Sunday on the 25th, June 25th. So like I said, Pocatello was our first venue where we had been vendors. So now we're jumping in with both feet and, uh, arms and legs and, everything else we're just jumping in shania and diego are at their house sewing away making more more bucket hats and scrunchies i am going to be um making well i've got more crystal bags still but i'm also making manifestation jar kits and uh it is called emily and friends pop-up and I hope, you know, you, some of you will hear this before Sunday, it's Sunday, June 25th from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. And it is at 3300 South, 7189 West, West Valley City, Utah. Um, yeah, so that's where we're going to be on Sunday. If you hear this podcast and you get there, great. I'd love to see you. Um, business name is Awakened Auras and Free Spirits. Come on by. Um, I still want to make sure we give out our information for resources. So um, I know this this episode's a little bit different than what I have been doing, but it, it don't worry. I, I felt like we needed something positive. We've had a lot of heavy topics um, on this podcast, and I felt like I needed to share my joy and happiness with you guys. So, first one is National Domestic Violence Hotline. So, if you are being abused, you know, by your spouse, by a friend, any 
just know that you're not alone. Um, I've been there and it is hard and my heart goes out to you. Their hotline number is 1-800-799-7233. And if you're somebody that cannot make that call for yourself, ask somebody to do it for you. Again, it's 1-800-799-7233. National Suicide Hotline. Um, there's another story that just came to my mind of this amazing human being that I did a reading for that um, has been going through a lot of bullying. And his life has um, had some very deep valleys. And I was able to do a, a reading for him, and and I hope it brought joy and happiness to him. But he's been, you know, he's been down that road of suicide. So there's the National Suicide Hotline. Guys, you are so important. You are so important. We need you on this earth. Somebody needs you on this earth. If you know somebody that is thinking about suicide, Love them. Tell them you are needed. You are cherished. You are valued. I'm so sorry for what you're going through, but we love you. Please, please stay. Please be present. And that um, hotline is 988. Just simply 988. You can call it or you can text it. Um, that's the National Suicide Hotline. If you know of any children that are being abused, that are hungry, that that are homeless, that are just in such bad, awful situations, that are being tortured. Um, there is a child help hotline. It's 1-800-422-4453. If you are part of the LGBTQI family, there is help for you. It's called the Network Law Red. It's one 800 832-1901. Help be a voice. Help by being that voice. Help by volunteering. Help in any way you can help. Help, okay? In any of those circumstances, we cannot just sit back anymore and watch people suffer and be abused. We just can't. We can't. We have to help. We have to do what we can to help. Um, if you go to my website, which is fight like a girl, a l w a dot wix site, which is w i x s i t e dot com forward slash my hyphen site. Let me give that to you again. Fight like a girl, A-L, let me just spell it all out just in case you need that. It's F-I-G-H-T-L-I-K-E-A-G-I-R-L-A-L-W-A dot W-I-X-S-I-T dot com forward slash M-Y hyphen S-I-T-E. Fight like a girl, alwa.wixsite.com forward slash my hyphen site. If you go there, um, the resources are posted on there. Um, each podcast I have done is on there. There's a contact page where you can 
um, see the email written out. You can also subscribe um, to ask questions about show notes or to send in your stories, guys. I can go on and on about my life, but it, you know, I'm going to run out of stuff. <laughs> so please, please submit stories and help me build a community of strong women that are not afraid, that are ready to to bring people together in a way that is out of the box and norm. Um, I just, I want to leave you guys with a positive thought that's on my site. Um, it's a positive, on my site, you'll see that I have like quotes from um, different people on my site. And the one I'm looking for, I thought it was on one page and it's not. So um, here's the quote that it comes up. Here's to strong women. May we know them. May we raise them. May we be them. You can listen for, uh, listen to this podcast, Fight Like a Girl. Uh, it's just, sorry, Fight Like a Girl, A Survivor's Tale. Um, you can listen to me on Spotify, Amazon, Apple Podcasts, Podcast Inbox, Deezer, Samsung Podcasts, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Listen Notes, and RSS.com. That's where you can go listen to me ramble on. <laughs> but please send in your stories. Help me out. Support me. Um, I love you all so much. And again, you're not alone. There's so many of us out here that want to love and support you. You are not alone. All right, guys. This is it for tonight. This is me signing off. I hope you have a good night's rest. 